Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Joy in Purpose podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope that you're having a great day, a great week. I just pray that everything is going well for you. And if it's not, know that I'm sending you encouragements and good thoughts and praying for you as well. So I'm wishing you the very best. And some of you guys might, as you're going to as you're going through different things right now, you might also be like very busy and trying to feel like you need to catch your breath or when is the appropriate time to catch your breath and just and just be you and, and just relax. And you might even be asking yourself, do I deserve to relax? Do I deserve to take a break? Well, this episode is for you. I am titling this episode self-care for busy people. So if that's you, whether you're a parent, you're a a wife or a husband, uh, or whether you're in graduate school like me, or you have multiple jobs, you have your full-time job, you have a, a part-time job or your own business as well, this episode, I believe that is beneficial for everybody because self-care is important and it's something that was sometimes put by the wayside which put it to the side and i have a guest on today dr liz she is talking to us about self-care how can we make self-care realistic for us how can we make self-care an integral part of our everyday lives so we had an amazing discussion and i believe that you're gonna learn a lot from this episode so sit back relax, you know, and be ready to learn one or two things that you can take away and start applying right away because we did, we, we talked about practical uh, ways to engage in self-care. So I'm going to go ahead and read Dr. Liz's um, bio. And then from there, we're going to get straight to the interview. Thank you for listening. Dr. Liz is a licensed marriage and family therapist with seven years of experience working with adolescents aged 12 to 17 and their families struggling with severe depression, anxiety, and interpersonal relationship issues. She has a doctorate degree in marriage and family therapy from Drexel University. She currently works at NAP County assisting adults with severe mental health illnesses. Um, I also love the fact that she also works part-time for her own private practice by providing therapy for new parents, young women, and adolescents struggling with symptoms of depression, low self-esteem, and anxiety. This, I thought, was also fascinating. She serves on the board of directors for the Minnesota Association of Marriage and Family Therapy, and she also has a She's also a published author of a article, which is a big deal in the field of academia. So she's a published author of an article focusing on mental health in the black community from a spiritual perspective. She also talked about in our interview, she talked about uh, how she's working on publishing her dissertation. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, some of you guys listen to podcasts as a form of self-care and to like um, learn is part of your personal development goals, which I really love um, because I'm also a podcast listener myself. What I will encourage you to do is just as you listen, listen for other tips that you can apply for self-care as a busy person. Also, I wanted to point out that during the interview, Dr. Liz called me, Fumi, 
I know that many of you on the podcast know me as Lola. My full name is Fumi Lola. So many people in my life call me Fumi and on the podcast I go by Lola. So just wanted to clear that up in case anybody was wondering. She was talking to me when she was uh, referring to my name, when she was uh, referring to me as Fumi. Again, enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. So now we have Dr. Liz joining us. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. So today we'll be discussing self-care. I already introduced you to our audience, to my listeners, but I would like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself. So anything new or exciting that you're currently working on that you would love to share with the audience? Sure. Thank you. And first of all, I just want to thank you so much for me for having me on this platform and just um, thanking you for your time to talk about something so important. So yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, So as um, Fumi mentioned, I am Dr. Liz Adedokun. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And something I'm working on right now, you know, I'm pretty busy. I wear several different hats. and um, But right now, currently, I'm working on um, publishing my dissertation. So we're in the finishing touches right now. So we're hoping to submit my work, hopefully, by the end of next week. So that's something that will kind of free up some time for me. But that's an exciting thing I'm working on right now. Um, And yeah, just busy working and uh, mothering and being a wife. So that's pretty much me. That is really cool. Oh my goodness. I'm in the middle of my own dissertation, so I can just imagine having to publish it. Can you tell us a little bit about your dissertation? Like if like maybe a sentence or two or paragraph? Just a little bit about Yeah, most definitely. Yes. So my dissertation focused on attachment. So we all have different attachment styles. And um, mostly um, this happens with um, when a mother is pregnant and she gives birth and that, you know, attachment bonding bonding begins. But um, there's so much research on maternal attachment and there's not enough on fathers. And so my dissertation really focused on Uh, father's attachment and how it's super important in the lives of adolescents who struggle with uh, mental illnesses such as depression and anxiety. So my dissertation um, really just came from a big study that was done in Philadelphia and um, basically my study found that paternal attachment is super important and very essential for adolescents' mental health. So once that's published, I'm hoping to share it and continue to, you know, present about it at different conferences because it's super important for, you know, all of us to really um, pinpoint the importance of fathers, right? Fathers and infants. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my work. I love it. You know, I was just thinking today that like mental health is not just for women, mm-hmm. mental for everybody and men included. So that's really, really good. Yes. So you mentioned that you're a mother, you're working on publishing your dissertation (laughs) and so many things that I also know that you're working on. Uh, My first question for you is how do you define self-care? So you probably, you're a busy person as I can imagine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. From a clinical perspective, how do you define self-care? Yes, such a really good question. So I would say self-care is really just a way of how we restore our energy, right? So there are days when we can just feel super duper drained and tired and overwhelmed, but how do we fill ourselves back up? Um, So it really just involves that 
intentional act of replenishing our souls in order to just promote, you know, positive and healthy emotional well-being. Um, so again, it's that in touch, intentional act. We're putting aside time for ourselves to restore our energy. So that's how I would define self-care. Okay. So you mentioned how it is all about replenishing yourself. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do we determine like when we need to be replenished? Mm. I don't know because like I remember <laughs> this is gonna be really funny, but I remember I had a mentality when I was younger, thinking that like I will rest when I get a full time job. Like right. as a student, <laughs> why why am I resting? <laughs> so like. What are some cues from our body, from our environment, or however way you want to uh, answer this question? What are some cues that we can look out for to see, like, when we need to replenish ourselves? Definitely. Yes, such a strong question. I think, honestly, for me, it depends on the person. You will know, right? You will know your body. You will know when it's time to just sit down and relax, right? You, um, I, I work with uh, many different clients and, you know, um, I'm always assessing for self-care and how they're taking care of themselves. But some typical signs are just feeling tired, right? Not just mentally, but even physically, right? Is your, are you having body aches? Are you feeling tired when you wake up in the morning? Um, those, you know, are some examples of cues to look out for. And just like signals, like, okay, maybe I need to take some time for myself um, and other physical signals too, like having aches. So whether it's a headache or a stomach ache, really looking at what you're eating, what you're putting in your body. Um, but again, that's, that is depending on the person, right? So you will know your body, you will know what you need to fill it back up. But those are some typical ones, at least that I see in the work that I do with clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like that. And I think just paying attention to your body when you're tired, mm-hmm. uh, what like on you so let's say so self-care is also popular on social media Mm -hmm. people are fancy trips they're going (laughs) to paris they're going to the spa they're getting massages like how do you uh how do we differentiate between like do i really need this for self-care or am i being selfish like Mm. how can that mentality of like okay how do i navigate is this self-care or is this like just me being selfish Mm -hmm. and doing doing too much right I'm so glad you asked that because some of my clients definitely have felt you know guilty for taking time you know for themselves but I say in order to be the best version of yourself, it's really important to prioritize you I, I don't think that's a selfish thing when we look at selfishness it really means like we're only thinking and doing for ourselves despite the cost it you know it may have on other people or how it may affect other people wrongly that's kind of how i see selfishness like i'm thinking about myself and i don't really care about other people but when i differentiate that with self care i'm looking at that as i'm pr- prioritizing my needs mentally and physically in order to be present for the people that I care about around me, right? So that's not like selfish thinking. In order for me to be present and available for the people that I love, for the people that I care about, I have to prioritize myself first, right? I have to say no sometimes, right? I have to know my boundaries. So there's a huge difference between selfishness and self-care. Self-care, you're really thinking about other people. 
right? If I want to be the best mom I, I can be to my kids, I have to rest my body. I have to eat well. I have to stay energized by, you know, what I'm eating, how I'm, you know, how much I'm resting, right? If I'm going to be the best therapist I can be for my clients, you know, I have to, you know, attend trainings. I have to listen to self-help co- uh, podcasts, you know, different things like that to, again, setting aside time for myself to do those things in order to, you know, best show up for the people around me. I hope that makes sense. Yes, it does. Being able to do something for yourself so that you can still be there for the people in your life. Exactly. Exactly. So you mentioned earlier that you're a mother, you're a busy person. (laughs) How do you engage in self-care as a busy person? Maybe you can use yourself as an example. Sure. Of like, how do you, do you engage self-care every day Mm. you have a schedule because I can imagine many people are busy maybe they're students like I am and they're like I get it I see the point okay it's not selfishness it's Mm -hmm. self-care it's about replenishing myself how do we make sure that we make this into like a lifelong practice sure yeah and I'm you know very happy to use myself you know, as an example, yes, I'm very busy. I have two young kids under three. I'm also a wife. So I have a home that I have to take care of every day. Um, But something that really helps me is utilizing a planner. um, And really just, you know, how we all prioritize our meetings, we have meetings at this time. But really having a meeting for yourself, like literally writing it down in your planner, so that you know it's coming up, so that you can prepare for it. And so you can be intentional about it. This is an hour for me. This is not an hour to do what I have to do or run an errand. This is an hour for me to sit down with myself and doing something that makes me happy and lifts me up. Um, So really, um, some people, you know, don't do well with planners. And so um, I'm always encouraging um, people to maybe wake up a little bit earlier, maybe 10 minutes earlier, just to do some deep breathing or, you know, enjoy a cup of tea by yourself in order to get ready for a busy day. And then when you are done with the busy day, right, um, really paying attention to your bedtime routine, um, incorporating something at that time. So I think it's really a matter of how do you structure your day and maybe writing that out so you can see everything that you have to do in that day and incorporating some type of self-care, whether in the morning, in the afternoon, or in the evening, but really making sure that it's at least at least 30 minutes, at least. Um, I know we all work and we all are busy, but we definitely have breaks too. And you're going to make time for what's important for you, right? So self-care really needs to be um, at the top of the list, in my opinion. So, No, you're definitely making a case for it, especially like I keep going back to that word. It's about replenishing yourself. Mm-hmm. As you are a mother, a wife, a therapist, like, to be the best version of yourself for those roles exactly. that you are, you have to replenish yourself. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your journey with self-care? Yes, definitely. You know, I am <laughs> going to be honest. I wasn't always very good at self-care until my body literally shut down on me. And um, I was just extremely, um, extremely overwhelmed. And I think that was a, just a huge shift in how I started to incorporate self-care in my day. Um, I'm a huge reader. I love to read. So I read devotionals. um, And just really making the time to do that has really helped me. 
Um, and also just my mindset, right? Like I'm doing all these things and, you know, I'm caring for children. I'm, you know, writing articles. I'm seeing clients, um, but really thinking, what am I doing, you know, all this for? Is it really worth, you know, um, overwhelming myself, right? I want to be able to still enjoy life, right? Life is not all about work, busyness, work, busyness. It's it's about enjoying life because life will just pass you by and you'll get to a certain age and you'll just be like, wow, you know, where did the time go? So I think it was a mindset change for me. Of course, a physical change for me when my body just told me no. Um, mm-hmm. But those were two big things for me. It's like, if, like I said earlier, you know, if I'm going to be the best wife I can be to my husband, the best mom I can be, what am I doing for myself in order to, to meet that? So it was a huge mindset change and physical change for me. Yeah, I see why you say we should pay attention to our body mm-hmm. because it would definitely tell us. Yep, exactly. Very true. So the final question before... Um, uh, before I, I ask how you would like the audience to connect with you, can you give us other examples of self-care, especially for someone like me with a student mm-hmm. who is like, okay, I'm not working full-time yet. Maybe I'm working, I'm, someone is working part-time, mm-hmm. but they would still like to engage in self-care. Are there other examples that you can think of? Maybe things that we're not doing right now that we can try that is affordable. It's yeah. realistic for a busy person. Definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, I always tell people to utilize your weekends, especially students. You know, I, I get it. Like maybe some people, some students want to save the weekends to catch up on homework or reading. But, you know, utilize those days, Saturdays and Sundays, you know, those uh, should be days for really resting. Um, So utilizing those days to do things that make you happy, that could be Netflix, that could just be resting. Some people just like to rest, Um, you know, doing things like that. One thing I also wanted to add um, when it comes to self-care, I kind of focus on three components. So there's a mind, there's a body and the soul. And for the mind, of course, it's, you know, there's so much research that has been shown that meditation just has so many positive um, benefits. And so finding time, like I said, to just have some deep breaths, right? Like just breathe, breathe, Um, you know, and just being mindful of your thoughts, right? What are you feeding your mind? Um, And then the body, right? We want to rest. We want to eat right, you know, having enough vegetables and fruits so that we can feel energized, so we can feel alert, And soul is really just, how are you lifting yourself up, right? It's different for everybody. I know for me, like, I pray, I listen to worship music every Sunday before church, even before church, just to prepare, you know, the day. Um, So how are you lifting yourself up? Um, One thing I do with clients, I know I've I've worked with a couple of students, um, is really just doing like some grounding exercises, really hitting those five senses. You can incorporate self-care into that. So like for smell, um, I know what's popular is these essential oils. There's the popular one, lavender oil, right? So people just kind of taking a deep breath and having some lavender oil, you know, around you. That's kind of calming, right? Um, And for taste, right? Eating a good meal, making something different, going out to eat with a friend. Um, And then for hearing, the sense of hearing, you can listen to a self-help podcast. You can listen to really cool audiobooks. 
uh, for sight, you can watch a good movie. There's so much on Netflix. Um, there's YouTube, um, you know, watching something with loved ones. And lastly, for touch, I put here hygiene, right? Taking care of your body, taking a bath. I mean, I use Epsom salt. I think it's just um, so many benefits of that. It just releases toxins. It, you know, calms you down. It helps with mus muscle tension, um, taking care of your skin, right? Moisturizing your skin, taking care of you. Um, so those are some ways I would say, you know, that you can incorporate self-care. I really love those examples that you gave because they're so simple. Mm -hmm. Some of us, maybe we haven't watched the movie or even there's some movies that are just like so beautiful to watch because of the country we're shot in or right. something like that. Or like maybe you haven't watched a movie, but you can watch it with your loved ones, like come out of your bedroom and watch it with family in the living room exactly. by yourself. So I really love that. And it's so realistic affordable like if you're going grocery shopping this week you can buy some this salt exactly yes i use that i use it too all the time it's so amazing nice is there anything else you would like to share about this topic or anything else with the audience um before we before we close out um no i just hope that the listeners just really understand that self-care is um you know it's not a selfish thing to do and so i just I'm just hoping that people don't feel guilty about setting aside time for themselves. So that's kind of the last thing I really wanted to, to share on that. I like that. So how can the audience connect with you? Like they've heard you, they love everything you're saying about self-care and they would like to learn more. How can they connect with you? How can they find you on the web? Sure. Yes. So I am on psychology today. Um, that's a, pretty well-known platform to find therapists. Um, sadly, I am booked to capacity, so I'm not taking on new clients, but um, I am available for consultation. Um, so yes, I am on Psychology Today. I'm also on a platform called Therapy for Black Girls. I am working on becoming um, a therapist for Therapy for Black Men. So if anyone's out there who specifically, you know, needs a therapist of color, those platforms are available. Um, and then I'm lastly, I am on social media. My Instagram is Dr. Underscore Liz underscore Ade, A-D-E. Um, and so people can find me on there. And I'm typically just sharing little tips on just how to enjoy life. You know, life is so short. So hoping that my audience um, will just feel encouraged by my platforms. I love that. That's so nice. Thank you so much for being on. And I really appreciate you sharing your tips and your expertise with us. Thank you for me for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. Take care. You too. I really, really enjoyed talking with Dr. Liz. I really hope you were able to take one or two tips away from our discussion and that you start to practice self-care and you make it an integral part of your everyday life. Until next time, take care. Bye. Welcome to the Joy in Purpose podcast. My name is Lola. I am the creator and host of this platform. I am also a doctor student in a psychology program. Joy in Purpose is a podcast dedicated to conversations about purpose, 
career development, and mental health. I also interview individuals to share their purpose stories. In today's episode, Kenny, my brother, will share his career journey and how he helps individuals who are undergoing career transitions. Before we begin the interview, I would like to remind before we begin the interview, I would like to remind our listeners that this podcast is not a replacement for before we before we begin the interview, I would like to remind our listeners that this podcast is not a replacement for therapy. Information shared on this platform is for educational purposes only. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode and learned some tips that would positively impact your career development. I love what Kenny said about not just focusing on the hard skills, but on the soft skills as well. And he also talked about uh, confidence, which is so important. I like this perspective on looking at our, our resumes, your resume uh, from I hope you I hope you and I hope I hope you enjoyed that episode and learned some tips. I hope you enjoyed that episode and learned some tips that will positively impact your career development. I really like the fact that he looked at I hope I hope you enjoyed that episode and learned some tips that will positively impact your career development. Don't forget to rate and review Don't forget to rate and review. Okay. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned some tips that will positively impact your career development. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast, Joy in Purpose, on Apple Podcast. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.